Welcome to the online Bible study series of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Lagos Province 52. Be blessed as you listen. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we bless your name. Thank you for the grace to learn tonight at your feet. Take all the glory in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we pray that as we look into your word, we ask that you teach us by yourself and prepare our hearts to receive your word in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we pray that your word tonight will have impact in our lives in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Our Bible study today is titled Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Jireh. And Jehovah Jireh means God will provide. God will provide or you can say the Lord will provide. Our text is taken from Genesis chapter 22 and we'll be reading verse 8 to 14. Genesis chapter 22 verse 8 to 14 and it says and Abraham said my son God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together, and they came to the place which God had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there, and laid the wood in order, and bound Isaac his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand, and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here am I. And he said, Lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son thine only son from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked and behold behind him a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh. 
as it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. I pray that the Lord will bless his word in our hearts in Jesus' name. Like I said, Jehovah Jireh means the Lord will provide. God sometimes tests the faith of his children. This testing must be considered as honor in God's kingdom. God must be trusted to provide his presence, grace, and all that is necessary for any circumstance that lies within his will. God can turn a small thing to something great and mighty. All he requires is for us to surrender the small thing in our hand to him. As we study the name Jehovah Jireh, he will provide all that we need in this, in this present time. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to consider two outlines under this topic, Jehovah Jireh. The first outline says, The rod of a shepherd can become the rod of God. The rod of a shepherd can become the rod of God. When you look at scriptures, we're made to understand that when Moses surrendered his rod to God, it became a miracle. Moses saw a miracle and touched it. He soon experienced a miracle himself and began to carry miracles with him wherever he went. When you look at the book of Exodus chapter 4. Exodus chapter 4 verse 1 to 4. The Bible says, And Moses answered and said, But behold, they will not believe me, nor hearken unto my voice. For they will say, the Lord hath not appeared unto thee. And the Lord said unto him, What is that in thine hand? And he said, A rod. And he said, Cast it on the ground. And he cast it on the ground, and it became a serpent. And Moses fled from before it. And the Lord said unto Moses, Put forth thine hand, and take it by the tail. And he put forth his hand, and caught it, and it became a rod in his hand. The only thing that Moses had at that time was his rod. And he surrendered that rod to God. And that rod became a miracle for Moses to carry for the rest of his journey here on earth. It was as a result of his surrendering the only thing he had that he was able to become a great man. That is why if you look at that same scripture in verse 20, Exodus 4 verse 20, the Bible says, And Moses took his wife and his sons and set them upon an ass. And he returned to the land of Egypt. And Moses took the rod of God in his hands. As a result of Moses surrendering what he had, his rod, he was able to continue his journey to his original destination. So what is it that you have in your hand? Surrender it to God tonight and your life will become a miracle in the name of Jesus. We have another story 
in scriptures, the widow of one of the sons of the prophets, she surrendered a small pot of oil and at the end she became an oil merchant. We see that story in the book of Second Kings chapter 4 verse 1 to 7. The Bible says, Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead. And thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord, and the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondmen. And Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in the house? And she said, Thine handmaid had not anything in the house save a pot of oil. That was the only pot of oil she had in the house. And by at the word of the prophets, she surrendered that pot to God. And at the end of the day, that woman became a merchant of oil. If you look at verse 7, of that Second Kings chapter 4, which is our last verse in that story. It says, Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go, sell the oil, and pay thy debts, and leave thou and thy children of the rest. She surrendered a pot of oil, and eventually she became a merchant. I pray that as we surrender that thing that we have in our hands to God, He will turn our lives into miracles. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. In that same Second Kings chapter 4, there is another intriguing story. Second Kings chapter 4, if we read verse 8 to 17. Second Kings 4, 8 to 17. The Bible to- tells us the story of the woman of Shunem. That is the woman that we generally called the Shunammite woman. She was a great woman, according to scriptures. But then she saw the prophets of God who passed by her house every day. And she decided she would be feeding her every day. And then eventually she decided again with her husband to make a place for the man of God so that he could come in and have rest whenever he was around. The woman surrendered her home to the man of God. And at the end of the day, her life became a miracle. She had lived all her life without a child. That barren womb conceived a son and she became a mother. I pray that as we surrender our lives to God and that thing we have in our hands, the Lord will make our lives miracles in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Do not forget. A shepherd's rod can become the rod of God. What is that rod that you have in your hand? The rod in the hand of Abraham was Isaac. According to Genesis 22, 1-14. Genesis 22, 1-14. The rod that Abraham had in his hand was his only son, Isaac. And he surrendered Isaac to God. And his life became a miracle. 
he became the father of not just Isaac, but the father of many nations. Praise the Lord. I pray that as we surrender that which we have in our hands, the Lord will perform a miracle in our lives in Jesus' name. If you look at the book of Philippians chapter 3, verse 7 to 11. Philippians chapter 3, verse 7 to 11. The Bible tells us about the Apostle Paul when he wrote to the Philippians. He made them to understand that everything he had, everything he had achieved, he counted them as loss for one reason, for the sake of winning Christ. Everything he had, he gave, on, he gave up for God. He said he counted them as loss for the sake of winning Christ. We look at the book of 2 Kings chapter 2. 2 Kings chapter 2. If we read verse 9 to 15, 2 Kings 2, 9 to 15, the Bible makes us to understand that Elisha gave the rod he had in his hand. What was the rod in the hand of Elisha? That was his time. He gave us time serving Elijah. And that was why he was able to receive double portion, the anointing upon the life of his master. Elijah told him, If you see me when I'm being taken away from thee, you shall have your request. Elisha was focused. He was dogged. He was determined. He needed that blessing. And he gave what he had in his hand. His time, his doggedness, his determination, his focus. He gave everything in order to receive what he desired. And his life became a miracle. I pray that will be our testimonies in the name of Jesus. If we look at the book of Acts, chapter 3, verse 1 to 8, we also have an intriguing story. Peter was the one who denied Christ. But by the time he was empowered, his life became a miracle. What did he do? In the book of Luke, chapter 5, verse 1 to 11, Luke, chapter 5, verse 1 to 11, Peter and his partners forsook all they had and followed Jesus. At first, he surrendered his boats. Christ uses boats as a platform to preach the word of God to the people. And at the end of that story, Peter's life became a miracle. But Christ said, this is not what you're going to be doing. From now on, you're going to become fishers of men. And that was what we saw in the book of Acts chapter 3, verse 1 to 8. Peter's life had become a miracle. And he began to perform miracles in the lives of other people. I pray that will be our portion in Jesus' name. What is it that you have in your hands? What do you have in your hands? Remember, a shepherd's rod can become the rod of God. I pray that your rod will become the rod of God in the name of Jesus. So quickly, we move on to the second outline. In today's lesson, it says, Excuses for not giving. You have rod in your hand. And you have excuses not to give that rod to God. We should understand that man's lifetime is sowing time. And each of us, by our thoughts, 
words, deeds, is constantly planting for future reaping. Many people through ignorance, lack of love, selfishness, lover of themselves, greed, and fear of lack in the future have refused to acknowledge giving. We have refused to acknowledge that the nature of God himself is giving. And the reason why most of us do this is because of what the Bible tells us. Works of the flesh. We are focused so much on the works of the flesh that we refuse to give to God. What are these works of the flesh? Galatians chapter 5 verse 19 to 21. Galatians chapter 5 verse 19 to 21 tells us that now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, simulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. We focus so much on the works of the flesh. We do things of the flesh. And for this reason, we refuse to acknowledge that the nature of God is giving. Therefore, as his children, our nature also must be that of giving. Whatever it is that God is asking us to give should not be difficult for us to give to God. Because in the first place, God was the one who provided for us. I pray that as the Lord asks from us, we will give willingly in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 1 to 5. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 1 to 5 says, This know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come and if you look at that verse one the time we are in presently is an example of a perilous time verse 2 says for men shall be lovers of their own selves covetous bolsters proud blasphemers disobedient to parents unthankful unholy without natural affection truce breakers false accusers incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. From such turn away. Look at that verse 5 closely. It says, having a form of godliness. It says, but denying the power thereof. There are people who parade themselves as Christians. They have a form of godliness. But deep within them, they deny the power of God. The Bible says from such people we should turn away. We should turn away. We must acknowledge the nature of God and always be willing to give. I pray that Lord will bless us richly in Jesus' name. What it means in a nutshell 
is that a believer should not have any excuse for not giving because the nature of God is giving. And I pray the Lord will bless us richly in Jesus' name. Amen. We have looked at a lesson titled Jehovah Jireh. And I want to tell us that this is the part one of this series, Jehovah Jireh, which means the Lord will provide. And under this, we have looked at two important things. We have learned that the rod of a shepherd can become the rod of God. That is, that thing you have in your hand, give it to God and your life will become a miracle. And we have seen examples from scripture. Moses surrendered his rod and his life became a miracle. The widow of one of the sons of the prophets surrendered a pot of oil and her life became a miracle. The woman of Shunem surrendered her house to the prophets and her life became a miracle. The apostle Paul surrendered everything he had achieved to God and his life became a miracle. I pray that as we surrender what we have to God, our lives will become miracles in the name of Jesus. We have also learned that as children of God, we should not have any excuse for not giving. And I pray that as we adhere to the word of God, he will turn our lives into miracles in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In conclusion, giving is one of the characteristics of our God. He is the greatest provider. In this period that we are, the choice is ours to share the little we have with our neighbors for God to increase our little. Or we hold on to the little in our hands and risk death. And I pray that we will always be wise in our choices as we pass through this period in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Have you been living your life selfishly and closing your eyes to the suffering of others despite being better off? Or you have considered giving thanks to God as an unworthy cause? That may be the major reason for your previous setbacks and present lack of breakthroughs. Give it a trial today. Share cheerfully with others and give thanks to God always. For sure you will see yourself blossom in all ramifications again and for the rest of your lifetime. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's bow down our heads and take just these two prayer points. Firstly, we are going to thank God. We say, Father, I thank you for the grace to give. Just go ahead and thank him. You cannot give if God doesn't give you the grace. So go ahead and say, Father, I thank you for the grace to give. Lord, I thank you for the grace to give. Thank you, mighty God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And the second and last prayer point, you are going to say, Father, give me the grace to give in this period. In Jesus' name. Open your mouth. Pray to God. Father, give me the grace to give in this period. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Give me the grace, Lord. Give me the grace. Give me the grace to give in this period. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Give me the grace. Give me the grace. In the name of Jesus. Help us, O Lord, to acknowledge your nature in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. 
Praise the Lord. Let us come to the WhatsApp platform and have a fulfilling discussion. The pastor is waiting for us. God bless you.